This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. If you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. If that joke doesn't make any sense, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, this episode is debuting on Monday, and that is Monday, what is that going to be? I think it's January 4th. And for a lot of people, January 4th is really January 1st, because the weekend kind of made for a long holiday. And so some folks are like, you know what, I'm going to wait, I'm going to start those goals and resolutions on Monday, and I get that. It's just kind of been a a long, lazy holiday weekend for some. Uh, A lot of people have been out working very hard. I'm very thankful for all of them. But here it is. This is the first podcast of the year of 2021. And you know what? It's actually, excuse me, a preview podcast. Here's what I mean. You know that I've got several podcasts going on. There's the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. My business podcast is the Capitalize Your Best podcast. And then I have a Spotify-exclusive podcast called Church Training Partners, which is specifically for churches and pastors and church planters. Well, the uh, network is growing to a fourth podcast because we are going to start a Gordon and Emma podcast. Not its official name yet. Uh, What uh, Emma and I are trying to do, we have so much fun on this podcast, we thought we should start our own and we'll do it every single week. So what we're going to do is we're going to record a couple of uh, just a preview podcast, kind of get our feet underneath each other and what we want to do, and then we'll submit them to pot, uh, to iTunes and all that stuff. So this is the first, it's technically episode zero of the Gordon and Emma podcast, which might just be the name because we cannot decide on one. And the focus of that podcast is going to be entertainment. We're going to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes we'll go deep dive on a certain movie. Uh, sometimes we'll say, hey, uh, uh, Emma, you have to watch this movie that I've loved, and you got to tell me about it, or vice versa. Uh, it's pretty much just going to be an entertainment podcast. Doesn't mean that Emma is not going to show up here, only this is going to hurt podcast, because times she will. And I imagine sometimes the episodes will cross over a little bit. But it is that time, and 2021 means that there is going to be a Gordon and Emma podcast. So what you have here is our episode zero, and excited about it. Really, this is us trying to fill our way. What is it like for us to have our own episode that's not here, our own show? And in it, you're going to find things like our conversation about Wonder Woman, Uh, You're going to find our conversations about some other entertainment things that have been happening. But really, we want you to get a sense for it. We hope that you like it. And then when it debuts, we will let everybody know. So friends, please check out this episode zero, this preview episode of the Gordon and Emma podcast. And I'll be back again next week. Thanks so much. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to episode zero of a podcast that we really don't know where it's going to go, but everyone's got to record a first episode. So, my name is Gordon Duncan, and I am with... Emma Duncan! And Emma has appeared on the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast 10, 12 times, and you'll probably keep showing up on the (laughs) This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, but we were thinking that this is so much fun, and anytime Emma's on, there's great response. That maybe we would start a, uh, a new podcast, maybe an entertainment podcast. So we have talked about, do we want to review movies, review music? At one point in time I said, 
you make me watch a movie, yeah. and then you make, and then vice versa. You have to watch a movie. That could happen. <laughs> um, and then we don't have any idea. Probably by the time this publishes, Anything if we publish it, there's got to be a name, and maybe mm-hmm. we'll have a name. But for this episode, Emma felt like talking. She came downstairs like, let's do some podcast work. And we thought, why don't we do some entertainment in the news? Now, this might be about two weeks stale by the time <laughs> it gets published, but it will probably be just fine. Mm-hmm. So, Emma, you're, you're feeling like talking, right? Yeah. And, and if you could only see Emma, she's got... <laughs> How would you describe your makeup right now? Okay, so there are three, like, points to this. So, one, I I looked at, like, a random word generator, and I got the word danger, and I was like, okay, cool. Then I looked at this art on Pinterest, and it had, like, red eyes, like, red triangles, red square on the mouth. I was like, okay. Then I was looking at, like, stuff uh, in the news or whatever, and it was, like, celebrities just hanging out in multiple, like, spots. I was like, okay, let's do about coronavirus, too. So it's just kind of like a mix of everything. Okay, okay. And so uh, so I'm not looking at normal <laughs> Emma here. You've got full face of makeups taking me aback. Um, but I thought, why don't we start with something that is in the news, and that is Wonder Woman. Now, this has got to be spoiler-free because okay. it didn't do $200 million in the box office. I feel um, like if you look at the IMDb page, we can say one thing. Okay, okay, Pro- probably. Well, we know we know that we know that Steve Trevor's back. That's in the actual I'm trailers, about Wig. huh? In Kristen Wiig's in the trailer okay. as well, okay. and, and even uh, her as Cheetah. Yeah. So, but here's a couple things I do know: that in coronavirus, it still took in 17 million in the box office, That's which is bad. amazing. Did 70 or 80 million overseas? Not bad. So nearly 100 million. In its its first weekend. Now, granted, had this been a normal release, it would have probably done 150 in America alone. Maybe would have had a 400 million dollar weekend, that yeah. kind of thing. And now it it appeared on HBO Max, and so we watched it because we, we had access to that. To that. We and subscribed Wonder Woman, to it. And Wonder Woman one was very very good. Wonder Woman one is fantastic. We want to talk about that in a minute. But I did learn that half of all HBO Max subscribers mm-hmm. watched it over. That's not the Christmas bad. <laughs> weekend. So the question is, will they all stay? Another okay. bunch of people. So we both like Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It's not over sexualized, not really mm-hmm. sexualized at all. Even yeah. though there is a love interest, um, as compared to Wonder Woman's portrayal in Batman, Superman, and or Justice League. Movie. Yes, and they announced yesterday. Wonder Woman three. Green lit it. It's it's Patty <laughs> Jenkins and it is Gal Gadot, Good. and so. Um, so that's good news. We uh, DC. This is still above average for DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had to give Wonder Woman 1984 a a out of five stars, and you can do halves or quarters, whatever you want, what would you give it? Probably like a three three out of five. Woo! Lower than I thought, because <laughs> you were the one in the house that that liked it more so. Yes, than... I do, but it's just not amazing. Like. Okay. It definitely dragged, and it definitely would not need two and a half hours. Did not need two and a half hours. It could hours. have had better scenes with Kristen Wiig. It was just kind of, it lacked stuff. And There's a scene, and this gives nothing away, because her flying, uh, riding the lightning is mm-hmm. in the commercials. Mm-hmm. I felt like she was in the clouds for like two minutes. Yes. And I'm like, why are you in the clouds so long? I don't yes. know what the length of that. Uh, there's literally, like, a war going on underneath you. Can you please come down? Like, yes, yes. Um, Kristen Wiig, 
Um, she I, would, I liked her as a character. She was mm-hmm. a lot like Jim Carrey's Riddler. Riddler in Batman Forever, which we could watch tonight, by the way. I guess. And uh, go ahead. But, like, I just think they didn't give her, like, enough of a backstory. People were confused, at least in our family, why she was doing what she was doing. Like, in, like, the way that they kind of, like, set her up, it's like, oh, look, she, like, has her hair frizzy, she has glasses, that must mean she's nerdy and, like, not noticeable. Mm. You don't have to stick to a stereotype. You can, like, try to, like, expand upon that and not make it look like, ha, look at her, she has glasses, she's nerdy. Yes, yeah, uh, you know, we got that she was awkward, um, looks like she and Wonder Woman became friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they went on that more. Because then, like, after, like, we had one scene with them, and then Gal Gadot just went away to a different country and was like, I'm going to be super mean to you now. Yeah, yeah, I just, um, and the uh, Maxwell Lord, not an awful villain. It's not a great Sometimes his motivations were confusing. His um, son showed absolutely no emotion. That the, the kid, <laughs> good for him for getting a gig, but not not necessarily emoting. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had some script to emote. He didn't have a ton of dialogue. Um, I don't have know if I'd give the... it. I don't know if I'd give it three out of five. I might go a little higher than that. No, four out of five is like my average. Like three and a half to four is my average. Okay. So if you go below that, you're well, I almost watched it again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But we'll we'll see. So uh, again, if you go through the DC movies in the DC universe, mm-hmm. it's up there, man. It's probably it, it's, it's up there. I mean, I know the Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey are high in your list. Mm-hmm. We will all say Wonder Woman is probably the best movie yep. in that universe. Aquaman is basically a movie built with a guy with his shirt off. Yes. And Amber Heard, which is just a very bad person in general. Well, be careful. Yeah, so, I mean, I I understand. And, um, you know, uh, we're waiting for... I mean, Joker was phenomenal, but hard to make it part of the DC Universe. And then... Basically, like, anything other than The Dark Knight Rises, is that it? With Well, that trilogy... Was amazing, yeah. yeah. And so the Chris Basically, Renault, really... anything except that and women-led films in DC are just bad. Yeah, I mean, like even even Birds of Prey, it's not amazing, but it's still better than like Batman versus Superman. And we know that the the next Suicide Squad is going to be directed by the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy and his name will come good. to me in a minute. He's phenomenal. There's a million mm-hmm. characters in there. I don't know how he's going to do that. I don't know why Pete Davidson's in there, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, but listen. Christmas Day, yeah. we had fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a moment, like 30 minutes in, where people started saying, I'm just not, yeah. just not getting this. So, uh, so listen. Um, not bad. We needed it. I mean, America needed, like, a movie on Christmas Day, and we yeah. got it. You know, a, a lot of the movies that were planned... I think under the circumstances, with the fact that they didn't have, like, a lot of time to plan, a lot of things got messed up, and coronavirus and everything, I think it was good under the circumstances. Mm -hmm. It could have been better if we didn't have this entire year. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Now, Emma, in, in, we'll switch gears here. For music released in 2020, Mm -hmm. what are some of the highlights for you in 2020? Oh, uh, folklore was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, listen, Taylor Swift brought peace to to America Mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks. Was there early news? What else was released in 2020? 
Well, there's a lot of music released in 2020, but... Uh, oh, Little Mix's album came out. You are a Little Mix stan. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. If you don't know yeah. Little Mix, they are... They are the world's biggest girl group right now. Just want to put that up Very up. big over in Europe. No, uh, they are the... <laughs> and, and they were part of Simon Cowell's... They used to be, yes. The uh, Britain's Got Talent. Is no, that what they uh, won? They were on X Factor. They were the first... Yes. They, they were first girl band to win, and they were signed under Simon Cowell's, okay. like... Okay. Uh, all amazing vocalists, mm-hmm. like just amazing vocalists. Um, recently, unfortunately, one of them left. Yes, that always happens. Yeah. Was she the the most popular one? Uh, she was the one that always got hate on because she wasn't like as skinny as the rest of them. Tough. And like even from even from X Factor, like there is like a very famous video of her like crying and being like, when you're in a girl group, you're constantly put against each other and you're constantly like compared to one another. And she had a um a documentary like two years ago that won an award and talked about her like cyberbullying and her going through like therapy okay. and everything. But w- w- she, did, was their album one of the best albums of twenty twenty for you? Um, it was pretty good. You but, gave it like an eight and a half, something like that. Out of no, 10? that was that was their second. Oh, album. excuse me. Okay. But yeah, I give it like a seven or an eight. Okay. So the uh, folklore right now, number one album for you of the year. It was pretty good, yeah. What about her follow up that came out a couple of weeks ago? I've listened to it once and I've not listened to it again. Interesting. Why is that? It's boring. Okay, you did. Wow, just, you did not I like. I don't think we needed it. There were fifteen songs in that thing. Yeah. Okay, I've listened to it once. I like it. like three songs from it, and no, I just haven't really listened. To you it. know, but again, listen. In this pandemic, where the music industry is at a halt, if Taylor Swift wants to put as many ex- albums out. experiment and put out albums, then good for her. She's mm-hmm. like, I can't go into her, and I'm gonna experiment a little bit. I'm gonna go a little low key alternative, <laughs> and it was not alternative. It was like. Indie folk. Sure. Okay, I'll give it's them that. It's called folk. It did chart on the alternative charts, but yeah, mm-hmm. indie folks is that. Um, any Pre- other music released in twenty twenty that you're like, this is really. What other music was released in twenty twenty? Well, like- I if you want everyone, I, I this is gonna hurt podcast. I did my top ten hard rock and heavy metal albums of the year. Oh, um, Miley Cyrus's album. And Miley's that was- listen, <laughs> that and that was a couple of weeks ago as well, yeah, right? She finally found like something that she was very. Do you know what that was called? Plastic Hearts. Plastic Hearts. Okay. And you know what? I listened to about half of that. There's mm-hmm. a couple of really... first two or three songs are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, my top three were number three, ACDC's Comeback. I have not listened to that. <laughs> yeah. So that called Power Up. That was their their main songwriter, Malcolm Young, died. Mm-hmm. And so big comeback album from Brian, Young, uh, Brian Johnson came back after mm-hmm. losing his hearing. Number two was Stripers, Even the Devil Believes, which was phenomenal. <laughs> I don't listen to Stripers. I know. And then the album I cannot quit listening to, still listening to, is L.A. Guns' Renegade. <laughs> Just a solid rock and roll album. Um, uh, I know that that's probably, for most folks, even more obscure than I've, Striper. But that was those were my three top three of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to a lot of like new releases. Like, I'll get around to it in a couple of months. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I've, I've recently been listening to, like, old, like, 2008 hits. Like, mm-hmm. D12, the band that Eminem and, like, four other rappers started. I remember them, yeah. <laughs> the song, My Band, I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> well, I'm with, listen, the majority of the music I listen to is older. I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of 80s and a lot of Kiss. So, mm-hmm. a lot of Iron Maiden, Megadeth. Uh, when did Halsey put out her album this year? Ooh, I, I am out of touch with, <laughs> with her and what she is doing. Very much she, so. She, oh yeah, she did put it out this year. It was very, very good. Manic. Okay. It was good and, like, people did not like it. I don't know why. 
it's very good and it's like i think because she stepped away from like like even from her last album it was still kind of like i'm in the tumblr i'm like tumblr era i'm like it's kind of cheesy lyrics and now like this is a good album and no one sure. talked about it sure okay well i know that listen she blew up with the Chainsmokers song and i know that's not indicative of no, who she, she is an artist yes absolutely not <laughs> but listen it was one of those she blew up with massive songs she blew up with colors on her first album which was written about Maddie Healy from the 1975. I, I get you, but but the, the Chainsmokers song was at like groundbreaking, sold so many records. Don't know why it's really not. And I get she it. She is but so much better than that. As sure, but you, you don't get to always pick what resonates mm-hmm. with the culture. I don't, even, I don't even think she performs that anymore. Well, like, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I doubt you'll see them together. And um, yeah. but yeah, that song was so. The yeah. Chainsmokers concert this year. Do you remember that? No. They they were like, we're going to have a socially distanced concert. They're in America, by the way. Okay. And it was like a thousand people, like all packed together, no social distancing, in the you know, midst it, of everything. You know, uh, it's going to be interesting how concerts return. There are concerts happening right now, mm-hmm. there, and they usually get they usually get really <laughs> like criticized. Yeah. Now, of course, for me, <laughs> very excited about New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. In Dubai. Have you seen the most recent thing that uh, Paul Stanley like tweeted about the stage? Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. it was super cool. <laughs> okay, so if you don't know, uh, Kiss has a show called Kiss Twenty Twenty Goodbye, which is a nice play on words, <laughs> and they will be playing at the Dubai Hotel Atlantis. In the Hotel Dubai Atlantis, everybody has a balcony. So everybody. No, I'm talking about this. I know, isn't that insane? And so, what, are these all lights around them? Yeah, we saw them. We saw that those lights came down. Wow. So these these pods, but that <laughs> is massive. And so okay. <laughs> if you have a seat at the Hotel Atlantis, you have a balcony, mm-hmm. and you can sit on your balcony and watch Kiss safely. That's so nice. <laughs> and they're estimating that there's about 2,000 people who can sit on a balcony and watch Kiss. That's nice. <laughs> they have the world's largest stage, and they are shooting for the most <laughs> amount of fireworks ever shot at one time, and there are 50 cameras. I mean, you do so, it, I guess. <laughs> so, and so, obviously, this is being promoted by a large promoter. Mm-hmm. They're selling promotions, a bunch of things like that. But New Year's Eve, n- noon at New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. is it, it's live. But it'll be, you can pay-per-view it for a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So, um, an actual real show, and KISS has made a point a week before Christmas to get the crew over there, completely tested and quarantined, uh, Kiss came over. Uh, they made a point to say we're getting tested at our practice facility. There were only three people in the rehearsal stage. Good. Then they flew over privately, and they are sequestered, and they're like, we are going to make sure that these 300 crew people have a job. So they're employing 300 Who crew people. Who knew that Kiss would be the most sensible through all well, this? Well, listen, Paul Stanley has been a huge advocate for mm-hmm. wearing a mask. I mean, like, he has been Good. a massive advocate. Um, so, again, a lot of people barely remember Kiss, don't know Kiss, they are still a huge band. They are playing and if you don't think there's not going to be a DVD and a CD and everything of this, you're not paying attention. They so will make money off of everything. They will. And so they're already selling t-shirts and everything else awesome. that goes. Of course they are. Um, so it, if time allows, um, I could very well see myself here watching that concert down in the basement by myself and just having a great time. So so you listen, uh, but concerts not really returning. I mean, they're really not. There have That's been some, really sad. There, uh, you know, it really is, uh, you know, the question is, will the vaccine bring shows back? Do you have to have proof of vaccine to go to a show? 
I mean, I know the local venue that we've done some work with is booking shows for as early as March. Nope. And so, uh, you have been there, and you, we could probably socially distance in that venue. <laughs> um, it's huge. Uh, but, uh, and when we were there, there were maybe 100 people there. Mm-hmm. But uh, they are booking shows as early as March, and I don't know what those protocols are. I'm sure they're working on it themselves. Hey, did you hear what the NFL is thinking about doing for the Super Bowl? What? Okay, now the Super Bowl, I you want... You- Seventy or eighty thousand people <laughs> there. Yeah. Now you know this may be this year the highest watched Super Bowl ever because what are you going to do, right? <laughs> yeah. It's in Tampa, so it's outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Tom Brady is now the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if they got there, they'd be playing in their home <laughs> stadium, but neither here nor there. The rumor going around is that the Super Bowl would be populated with free tickets to. First responders who have gotten the vaccine. Smart. So it would be, I think, a PR win. Yeah. Like, only people here are the first responders who've been working mm-hmm. so hard. If they've gotten the vaccine, come sit in the stadium. We'll mm-hmm. sell you a $20 hot dog, but you can watch the Super Bowl yeah. for free. That's what, um, if anybody yeah. is thinking through this at NFL, I don't know how that's not a win. Yeah. Uh, that's what SNL does for, mm-hmm. like, them. They give, um, they give first responders, like, mm-hmm. a free seating for their, like, for, like, the first couple rows. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're, like, if you want to come, like... It, it makes sense. Uh, they don't make their money with the people in the seats. They make their money on commercials and YouTube watches yeah. and that kind of thing. So, you should let, you should give some tickets away, especially now you can say, hey, I've gotten a quarantine and, uh, excuse me, I've gotten the vaccine, excuse me, I think and put I, people in the seats. I think SNL is being very safe with what they do because, like, um, like, every single person in the crowd, it's, like, socially distanced, everyone has a mask on, people, pe- like, the cast and crew have a mask on coming in and out, they really only take it off for skits, and at the end of the show, when they're all, like, saying goodbye to each other, everyone has a mask on except the, like, host. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's very safe. Yeah, and, you know, and they, they worked really hard to do <laughs> quarantine Saturday Night Live, and they did the best they could. There are a couple of skits that are very funny. Yeah. Like, couple, I watched the week- Some real misses. <laughs> I watched the weekend update, and it's just like it's not the same because like they're not playing off of each other. Yeah, yeah they're, not, yeah, they're not playing off of each other. Not playing off of the crowd. It's just kind of like, okay, next joke, I guess. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I had to go to a hospital today, so I had to go get my hearing check. Everybody, I'm hanging in there. Don't have the hearing I had, probably pre <laughs> concert 2003 Ingve <laughs> Malmsteen concert, but I'm okay. But I had to go to a hospital mm-hmm. um, up uh, practically in DC. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what I was... I, I didn't know where I was going other than I had an address. I just thought I was going to the doctor's office. I yep. roll up to the uh, <laughs> a hospital. And as you can imagine, um, their protocols were good. Now, mm-hmm. we will not be taking up the debate here at all about the protocols. Okay, yeah. the, the, I expect a hospital to have protocols. Mm-hmm. But they had someone at the front of the double doors mm-hmm. with a big sign, like, have you experienced <laughs> any of these? And then they asked, have you had a COVID test in the last two weeks? Now, I have not because I'm not having symptoms. And they just walked me in. I imagine if you said yes, they might be asking you for proof of yeah. what the result was. I don't know. Then you went in and you got um, got a temperature check. And it was fine. Then I had to go up to the next level, check in with the cashier or in the registrar, pay my bill and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But I just – and there were several other things. I thought they – they handled that well. Mm-hmm. I really did. Not necessarily entertainment, but that's the question: Is that yeah. what going to a concert mm-hmm. is going to look like? Um, Dude, like you remember Warp Tour? Uh, I re- 
Yeah. Like, you're, yeah. you're bumping into each other. Remember that big, long line that you have to stand through? Yeah. It's, like, I, I guess it'll be the same way with that in, like, in the summer if Warped Tour comes back. Can you imagine? And now, so, folks, everybody. That's so, so hot. I've, I've like, been to Warped Tour twice. Emma's been there once. Mm-hmm. It was August or July. It's so it's, hot there. It's 100 degrees no matter what. Yeah. They have free water fountains. you got to walk around with a water bottle. You've got to refill it constantly. On stage, they're like, you know, stay hydrated. They're doing everything they can. They're like, stay hydrated with Monster Energy. We, but secretly, I just found this out, that it's water. It's not yeah, Monster Energy. The guys on stage energy. are drinking water. They can't drink that much Monster Energy. I, yeah. I, I heard so, someone, uh, they were talking about how like they passed out at Warped Tour one time. Because that happens all the time. People are laid out, <laughs> yes. And, um, and like, a person from like the stage like gave them like some of their water bottle. From some of their water from the Monster Energy, they're like, it is the crispest thing. They're like, it is so good. They're like, but I feel like I just drank like the fountain of youth. <laughs> I think not everybody's drinking the water. I will say this. So we saw Andy Black, and he mm-hmm. was touring solo. Mm-hmm. Andy Black's the lead singer of Black Veil Brides. And he was touring solo, which means I did not enjoy it as much because I don't like the solo. <laughs> word. But mid-second song, he goes and gets a monster, <laughs> pops it open, yep. took one sip... <laughs> And sat it down and never touched it That's again. That's like it's part like, of their contract. You are contractually <laughs> obligated to drink a monster. Yeah. To drink. I don't think it was water because he would have kept drinking it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're contractually obligated <laughs> to take a sip out of a monster energy drink. But for us, we were in crowds of a thousand probably like, jammed together. In some of the in some of the so, venues, yes. Yeah, some, some of them were smaller. I mean, we saw some where there might be a couple hundred people there. Mm-hmm. But you're jammed. There are mosh pits. There are there is crowd surfing. Even when you're just walking around, like there you are people. You can't everywhere. avoid people. Yeah. So I don't know what that looks like, and I'm sure other people don't know what that looks like. I was mm. listening to um, an interview with Doc McGee. He's the manager of Kiss. He's been the manager of Motley Crue, Scorpions, and Bon Jovi, and those kind of things. And he was saying that. No, and, and excuse me. And uh, also an interview. I apologize. <laughs> this is an interview with Andy Black. Okay. Because he was promoting the re-release of. Blackwell Bride's first mm-hmm. album. And he was saying that the challenge that they're facing is all concerts have insurance. Uh-huh. And so the band's insurance is like quadrupled. <laughs> so he said, listen, you may think this is fake. You may think it's all made up. You may think the government's behind it. He goes, great. <laughs> he goes, but all we know is that our insurance is now five times higher. Yeah. <laughs> he said, so have whatever opinion you want. But that one line item is now five times what it is. And so no matter what your opinion is, bands are having to pay crazy – promoters or bands are having to pay crazy insurance. So I don't know when music comes back. I mean, I really don't. I mean, the, really shows, the shows that get attention – I mean, my audiologist today, mm-hmm. I was explaining. She's like, did you ever, ever have an event where you think you lost – some of your hearing, and I was like, yes. Every single Ingrid one. Ingrid <laughs> Mountain's solo in 2003. The one where my feet were lifting off the ground. <laughs> right, right. And uh, and she said, listen, I'm a huge concert goer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure she was at least my age. <laughs> and she said, yeah, when the quarantine came in, I had four show gets canceled. Aww. We had tickets for Bon Jovi and Brian Adams, and, <laughs> which would have been a great show. And I told her, I said, both of them, they were fantastic. But... Yeah, she's like, I can't wait for concerts. MCR had to cancel their entire tour. It's the only thing that could couldn't MCR, have couldn't so. have thought of a worse time to come back. Here's you had seven years. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. I mean, bands are booking shows, like yes. in the summer. Mm-hmm. So Kiss had 150 shows left to go in their goodbye tour. Mm-hmm. Those are scheduled to start again in the summer. 
and, and I mean, and they they've got them booked. So somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere has someone has a plan for the return of the music industry. I don't, and you know what? Honestly, I think it's going to return at some point in time. Maybe I don't know what the movie industry is going to do because I I'm, I can watch a movie at home. I mean, that's always been the case. I get, but I we, think it's, but listen, Warner Brothers announced seven or eight of their mm-hmm. biggest films. 2021, I'll go into HBO Max. Great. <laughs> I think um, I think they shouldn't do what Disney did, which was pay the like $100 for uh, Disney, then the $30 on top for Mulan. I think they should at least, like, if you're trying to make money, just go with like a $5 or a $10. Like, um... The $30 for Mulan, I think, upset a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, you know what, I, I don't know if I mind if I subscribe to something, mm-hmm. and you got something super special, Mm-hmm. Are you going to charge me a little extra? Yeah, I think... But $30 was like, what? I mean, I know they're trying to get the four or five tickets so the four or five yeah. people watching. Like, Mulan is was not that important and was not that good to uh, to pay $30 for. I think that, like... And we still haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about that movie. I think I think there are, like, only, like, a certain movies that I would be like, yeah, I'd pay $30 for that. But Black Widow? No, like... Wow! I'd be tempted to... Uh, I mean, I'd be tempted to pay 30 bucks for a Marvel movie. I think, movie. like, the Pirates of the Caribbean, like, the new one, with mm-hmm. Margot Robbie and everything, I would pay $30 for that. Well, you're a huge... Okay, first of all, <laughs> everybody, huge Pirates fan, mm-hmm. and an even bigger... You know, like, Margot Robbie, just, just absolute honk. So, uh, I bet more people would pay for Black Widow than Pirates. Mm-hmm. But, in our present situation, if they went at 30 bucks for Pirates and we're all sitting around the house, yeah, we'd probably yeah. pay for that. I, I, I wouldn't... Yeah, there are like very few movies that would be like, yeah, I'd pay for three dollars. But like, when if, I don't, I don't care about Marvel that much to like immediately see it. I'm fine with that. But like, I don't, it, I'd have to pay. <laughs> but like, um, like you know, Twitch. The yeah. 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 So uh, it's a free, like it's a free place. But um, you can pay some streamers like um charge like five or ten dollars whatever and you can just do that like kindness whatever for a small stream or whatever but um some people are like hey give me money and everyone's like no this is a free like place like only if you want to give them five or ten dollars do that i think that should somehow be like somehow are they making it voluntary i mean they are right they're like hey if you would like to donate there yeah there are some i I'm not on Twitch, but there are some streamers that are free, and they're like, hey, if you want to, that'd be great. And there are some people where you have to pay, like, to watch their streams. Okay. So it's either way. Like, you can choose that. That seems to be fun, right? Yeah, I think they should do that with, like, movies. Like, We're uh, not going to give movies away for free. That's not not, possible. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, um, either pay for the subscription or pay for the movie. Like... Oh, just be... Either be video on demand. Yeah. Or... Or pay for the subscription. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's... Uh, you know, our friend Leon Brown, who's got an award-winning <laughs> short, they're mm-hmm. about to film his movie, and he's working on a TV series right now. Mm-hmm. So he, anything he learns about the movie industry, he's telling me. And so he's like, listen, I mean, he's already talked to Netflix about his film he has not produced. Mm-hmm. So at this stage, since he's not a known name, like he got a Netflix offer. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't enough. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if he can produce it and he's got something of interest, mm-hmm. his question will be, do I put it on demand and, and make a go of how much I can get yeah. per purchase or do I go with a Netflix or a Hulu or something? And so that is becoming way more of the question for the young um, uh, the young filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know, if I go on demand, I'm only going to get what gets demanded. Yeah. And that's going to be harder unless you've really got a name or a product in there that people are familiar with. Like, uh, American Horror Story Season 10 is in, like, filming, I think, right now. Is filming? Yeah. Is that the one that we've been looking at the, the teasers for? Yes. Okay. So, like, it's, like, it's kind of a problem right now, because Kathy Bates, she's supposed to be on, on the season, and she's, like, like, oh, like, I feel like she's 60 or something. Um, yeah. But, like, Angela Bassett's 60, Jessica Lange is 70. Angela Bassett's 60? Yeah, I know, she's 62. Jessica Lange is 71. They do not look like that at all. They're so pretty. How does that happen? <laughs> but, it, it, <laughs> anyway. probably got a... Angela Bassett and Jessica Lange have not... Angela met. Bassett's crazy. Yeah, so. she's beautiful. Anyway, uh, Kathy Bates, yeah, she's supposed to be on... She's supposed to be on this season, and there's a rumor that she might drop out because of COVID and everything. And she's already had... She's had cancer twice, so, like... It's already, like, a low immune system, so it's kind of, like, well... Kathy what? Bates 72. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you know, um, um, you know, we've got the now very famous Tom Cruise rant. And so that's good. If you've not heard it, <laughs> Tom Cruise, they're filming two Mission Impossibles at the same time, which makes sense. Yeah, they're like, we've so. got a crew. Mm-hmm. Scripts are written. Let's knock these things out. Yeah. And this is a huge investment. I mean, yeah. these are... But every movie, except for two, has been great. They make a ton of money. I don't like them, but... That's fine. That's fine. They're probably spending $400 million making yeah. these two films. Um, it's like when they did all the, the in-game type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Just knocking it out at the same time. Um, and the leaked audio of him blasting two yeah. workers who violated protocol. And it's good. People Wait, need to hear yeah, yeah, Listen, and again, I'll go back to Andy Black's point. Maybe you believe this is all made up. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> but your work contract mm-hmm. says stand six feet apart and wear a yeah. mask. So you can believe this is the hokiest <laughs> sci-fi in the world. Yeah. But if your contract says stand feet apart, stand six feet <laughs> apart. And and so when he talks about being on the phone with insurance companies, he is the producer of these films. Yeah. So he's not just the actor. He's the producer. Mm-hmm. All that insurance stuff goes through him. And he's like, if we can do this successfully, it could like- we are producing the ability for other movies to be made. And if you screw this up... Now, uh, some movies have been shut down. Bat- Bat- Batman got... Excuse me. Uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman oh, yeah, got shut got. down. It's back on. Um, but Tom Cruise is as big of an actor in the world as there is. Maybe the biggest actor in all the world. Nope. I mean, uh, who, who's bigger? Leonardo DiCaprio, probably. Yeah, he doesn't... But I'm saying... Uh, I'm <laughs> Who go- is the biggest? <laughs> I, I'm going to say that, that Cruise puts out more content that is regularly... Uh, well, yeah, that's because... Uh, I mean, his, his numbers are huge. That's because Tom Cruise just says, like, stupid... By, like, biggest, like, by, <laughs> by biggest, I mean, like, the most know, popular in like, terms of box office. Yeah, he just, like... I feel like Tom Cruise does quantity over quality, and Leonardo DiCaprio does that quality may be, over and quality. And listen, Leo's as big of an actor as there is in the world, right? <laughs> like, he is. However... Tom Cruise is probably the most consistent, you know, action star at the present okay, moment. Okay, so. so I looked up who is the biggest, and it took me to height, so it says Dwayne oh. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we missed it. So don't get lost on that. Don't it get says lost like, on It says, like, Tom Hanks and Jack Nicholson. Yeah, for, I mean, Nicholson's not even making movies hardly anymore, so... I don't think he needs to. <laughs> well, no, he's, yeah, he's fine. I mean, uh, his work in The Departed, which you have not seen... Which I want to which see. Which has Leonardo DiCaprio in it, and uh, also Mark Wahlberg, yeah. and, I mean, that movie is... We also Stunning. we need to see that. We need to see one flew over the cuckoo's nest. We have to see that one with Tom Cruise and uh, Jack Nicholson. 
You know, the one where he's like, he's like, you want the truth? He's like, yeah. He's like, you can't handle the oh, truth. Oh, you haven't seen A Few Good Men. No. That's pretty classic. We need to see that. We need to see uh, that one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio when he's like 20 or something. It's like the Basketball Diaries or something. Oh, that's, whew, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I'm not, I will not watch uh, Gilbert Grape again. Never. No, Gilbert, <laughs> Emma and I have banned Gilbert Grape. <laughs> Cannot watch it again. Too emotionally painful. This is. <laughs> So, Emma, what I would say is I'd say this, we, we, we haven't even touched on what we could talk about, but I think mm-hmm. this week in entertainment, yeah. uh, I think uh, I think COVID is still the issue. Uh, one woman. Will, will be the issue. It for... will be the issue, and I, uh, but I, this is not going to be the COVID entertainment report, I mean, uh, <laughs> but you can't really talk about it. I mean, even yeah. the music we talked about with Taylor Swift was still, mm-hmm. you know, how yeah. she's handling uh, yeah. that, what Kiss is doing. Um, you know, so why don't we wrap up here? Um, gang, we will probably, by the time you discover this, what we hope is we're going to have a good two or three episodes in the can. We will have have to have, well, have to create a name by then. Like, to, to publish this, so it's not our concern right now. No. So, uh, But I do like this, uh, um, you know, this week in entertainment. What I would imagine everyone listening is, even if we had a, a deep dive on something, mm-hmm. I still think we're going to have to do five or so minutes on this week in entertainment. I can't Probably. imagine this not having a, an entertainment report. <laughs> so everyone, thanks for listening. Um, as always, like, subscribe, put it on your socials, give us a review, tell everyone to listen, and we will talk soon. Say bye. 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 Later, gang. <laughs>